story two part two of around the yule log by willis boyd allen this librivox recording is in the public domain story two the shadow of christmas present part two as soon as mr broadstreet recovered himself and cleared his eyes from the blinding snow he saw a heavy black shadow on the sidewalk enveloping his own person and resting upon the figure of a man who had evidently just sheltered himself behind the high stone steps for his footprints leading from the street were still quite fresh as the man thrashed his arms and stamped vigorously to start the blood through his benumbed feet a bright button or two gleamed upon his breast through the cape of his greatcoat mr broadstreet now recognized him as the policeman whose beat it was and whom he had occasionally favoured with a condescending nod as he came home late at night from the theatre or the club he had never addressed him by so much as a word but now the shadow was full upon him and mr broadstreet felt that here was his first opportunity good evening officer he shouted cheerily through the storm wish you a merry christmas to-morrow thank you sir same to you replied the other with a touch of the cap and a pleased glance at the great man hard times for the boys to-night though it is hard said mr broadstreet compassionately and you're rather cold i suppose he added awkwardly after a pause rather why bless me a bright thought striking him wouldn't you like a cup of hot coffee now the officer looked up again surprised i would that sir first-rate he answered heartily mr broadstreet stepped to the side door and pressed the electric knob bring out a good cup of coffee for this man he said to the girl who answered the bell and officer buy the folks at home a trifle for me christmas you know as he spoke he put a big silver dollar into the astonished policeman's hand and at the same time the shadow vanished leaving the light from the bright warm hall falling fairly upon the snow-covered cap and buttons a muffled roll and jingling of bells made themselves heard above the wind and a street-car came labouring down the street through the heavy drifts mr broadstreet without a thought as to the destination of the car but impelled by some unseen force clambered upon the rear platform the conductor was standing like a snowman covered with white from head to foot collar up around his ears and hands deep in his pockets and the shadow was there again broad and gloomy it surrounded both conductor and passenger in its bleak folds tough night sir remarked the former presently yes yes it is indeed replied mr broadstreet who was thinking what in the world he could give this man except money and christmas eve too that's a fact said the conductor just the luck of it i say now to-morrow i get four hours lay-off in the afternoon and my wife she was planning to take the children and go to the play but they're none of them over strong and twon't do to take them out in this snow besides likes not twill storm all day children exclaimed mr broadstreet seeing a way out of his difficulty how many two girls and a boy all under seven got any christmas presents for them don't mind my asking well i'd just leaf show you what i have got tain't much you know but then it's something 
he stepped inside the door laid aside his snowy mittens and taking from the corner of the seat a small brown parcel carefully removed the string and wrappings there he said with a sort of pleading pride in his eyes i guess these'll please em some tain't much you know he added again glancing at his passenger's fur cap as he displayed the presents on the car seat a very red-cheeked and blue-eyed doll with a placid countenance quite out of keeping with her arms these members being so constructed as to occupy only two positions one of which expressed unbounded astonishment and the other gloomy resignation a transparent slate with a dim cow under the glass and fifteen cents plainly marked in lead pencil on one corner of the frame and a rattle for the baby girl as the conductor held up these articles in his stiff red fingers turning the doll about so as to show her flaxen braid to the best advantage and inducing the arms to take the positions alluded to the shadow crept away and had well-nigh disappeared but it returned again thicker than ever when he said with a little choke in his voice i did mean to get him a little tree with candles on it and a picture-book or two but our pay ain't over much and we had sickness and and he was very busy doing up the bundle and very clumsy he must have been too for it was a long time before the wide-looped single bow-knot was tied and the parcel carefully put away again mr broadstreet winked hard and his eyes shone how long before you pass here on the way back he asked about thirty-five minutes it'll take us to get round sir on account of the snow it's my last trip very well now conductor <clears throat> what did you say your name was trison sir david trison then uh, mr trison just ring your bell when you reach the corner there on the up trip and dodge into that store where the lights are you'll find a bundle waiting for you good night conda mr trison and a merry christmas to you and yours good night sir god bless you sir merry but his passenger was gone as he reached the sidewalk mr broadstreet turned and looked after the car whether it was the light from the street lamp or the broad flood of radiance that poured out from the windows of the toy shop just beyond he could not tell but the rear platform was illuminated by a pure steady glow in the very centre of which stood the conductor smiling and waving his hand no sign of a shadow not a bit of it mr broadstreet looked carefully about him but it was nowhere to be seen even the snow which all this time continued to fall without interruption seemed to fill the air with tiny lamps of soft light ah that toy shop such heaps of blocks and marbles and sleds such dolls with eyes that would wink upside down exactly like a hen's such troops of horses and caravans of teams such jangling of toy pianos and tooting of toy horns and shrieking of toy whistles these instruments being anxiously tested by portly papas and mamas apparently to be sure of a good bargain but really for the fun of the thing such crowds of good-natured people carrying canes and drums and hoop-sticks under their arms taking and giving thrusts of these articles and being constantly pushed and pulled and jammed and trodden upon with the most delightful good humour such rows of pretty girls behind the counters now climbing to the summits of ararats where innumerable noah's arks of all sizes had been stranded 
all these girls being completely used up with the day's work of course but more cheerful and willing than ever bless em such scamperings to and fro of cash-boys and diving into the crowd and emergings in utterly unexpected places were never seen before in this quiet old city mr broadstreet embarked on the current and with an unconsciously benevolent smile on his round face was borne halfway down the store before he could make fast to a counter what can i do for you sir if the girlish voice was brisk and business-like it was at the same time undeniably pleasant mr broadstreet started why i, I want some presents christmas presents you know he said looking down into the merry brown eyes boy or girl sir and how old mr broadstreet was fairly taken aback by her promptness his wife always did the christmas shopping well let me see he began hurriedly two girls and a no i mean two boys why bless me he went on in great confusion as her low laugh rang out among the woolly sheep with which she happened to be surrounded i've really forgotten that is oh i see you needn't laugh and mr broadstreet's own smile broadened as he spoke they're not mine i never heard of em until five minutes ago and i declare i don't remember which is which at any rate there are three of them all under seven how would a lamb do for the oldest real wool and natural motion in proof of which latter assertion she set all their heads nodding in the most violent manner until it made her customers quite dizzy to look at them mr broadstreet picked out the biggest one he seems to uh bow more vigorously than the rest he said the girl then proceeded to display various toys and gay-coloured picture-books mr broadstreet assenting to the choice in every instance until a large compact bundle lay on the counter plainly marked mr trison conductor to be called for as the lawyer was leaving the store he remembered something and turned back i forgot he said i wanted to buy a tree just around the corner interrupted the brown-eyed girl over her shoulder without looking at him she was already deep in the confidence of the next customer who had told her the early history of two of her children and was now proceeding to the third mr broadstreet buttoned up his coat-collar and stepped out once more into the storm a few moments walk brought him to a stand where the trees were for sale and what a spicy fragrant delicious jolly place it was to be sure the sidewalk was flanked right and left with rows upon rows of spruce pine and fir trees all gaily decked with tufts of snow every doorway too was full of these trees as if they had huddled in there to get out of the storm here and there were great boxes overflowing with evergreens and holly boughs many of which the dealers had taken out and stuck into all sorts of crannies and corners of their stands so that the glossy leaves and scarlet berries glistened in the flaring light of the lamps wreaths of every size and description some made of crispy grey moss dotted with bright amaranths some of holly were threaded upon sticks like beads and were being constantly pulled off and sold to the muffled customers who poured through the narrow passageway in a continuous stream all brightness thought mr broadstreet and no shadow this time none what was that black ugly-looking stain on the fallen snow extending from his own feet to one of the rude wooden stands where traffic was busiest 
mr broadstreet started and scrutinized it sharply he soon discovered the outline of christmas present beyond a doubt it was the shadow again end of part two